freestyle travel. Hey everybody, this is getting fast and loose here. Uh, I'm your host, Kenny Flannery. This is the Freestyle Travel Show. Coming at you uh, a little bit late. We're sitting on 1220, 20 minutes past midnight. <laughs> In about 12 hours, I'm gonna have to wander out into the rain and hitchhike somewhere. I'm not really sure where. <laughs> Totally winging it, but uh, stick through the whole episode and you'll figure out, well, you won't figure out, but you'll figure out at least what I'm thinking, not where I'm going to wind up tomorrow. I don't know. I'm in North Carolina. Um, I think I'm titled this episode Four Casinos and a Wedding, because that's uh, that's what's gone down since the last episode. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, that was Molly Joe. I first traveled and met, uh, met Molly Joe, <laughs> Molly, uh, over 10 years ago, and yeah, we hitchhiked a bunch, and last episode I got her on I was on a pot farm with her and just talked about a bunch of our uh, OG stories really good episode uh, definitely listen to her she's a pretty dynamic person I mean we hitchhiked like crazy and she's you know helped refugees and traveled all over the world herself doing all kinds of crazy stuff that was a really good episode catching up with her I'm glad I got uh, someone like her on the show so listen to that but since then yeah that was California that was Northern California um working on that pot farm. Wasn't sure what I was going to do next, and <laughs> that's kind of a reoccurring theme. Uh, so since then, it's been about a month since that episode. ton of hitchhiking. That was California. I'm in North Carolina now. Uh, I'll talk about the four casinos I've stayed in since then, including this one. Uh, things have gotten uh, yeah, just bonkers. I don't even know what I'm doing. Losing my mind a little bit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> just figuring things out. So yeah, four casinos and a wedding. There was a wedding in Delaware. I will uh, cover that. And tons of hitchhiking. So many 18-wheelers. So many mornings of waking up and just not knowing exactly where I was going. Kind of letting the road decide, which is what tomorrow's going to be about, too. I got some ideas for tomorrow, but everyone who's listening to this show kind of knows that I give this little intro about what I'm going to talk about. And then I end it with uh, talking about what might happen next. And most of the time, what happens next is uh, kind of up in the air. No different. Spoiler alert, but I got some ideas. Uh, so let's jump into all the casinos, all the crazy gambling I've been doing, uh, regenerating all sorts of credit, these casinos, discovering some more stuff going on around the country. And yeah, winging it. Almost went to Costa Rica. Still might. Might be putting that one off, though. Not sure. I'm up in the air, man. I'm up in the air. I'm dreaming. I'm scheming. All right, let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into the whole whole story from how I got from California to uh, North Carolina. Let's go. All righty. So let's begin. <laughs> yeah, California. I was on that pot farm, Northern California, north of San Francisco by a bit uh, with Molly and company. Um, yeah, working on that pot farm. Usually I've done a bunch of trimming, but uh, that stint, if you listened or watched my video on YouTube, youtube.com slash hobo lifestyle, I got a video about that whole pot farm experience and then some. Uh, yeah, I was doing a lot more like, um, <laughs> not administrative, uh, more like grower kind of stuff. I was like doing irrigation and stuff like that, not so much just like trimming. So it was an experience. And after that, I was close to Chico, so obviously had to pop into Chico. It's one of my favorite towns. I got a bunch of friends there. And I wound up there for uh, one of the guys I was working with on the pot farm. Kind of put me in the mindset that sort of set off this month. He was a poker guy. 
So he actually gave me a ride to Chico when it was time to go. He's still on that farm, as far as I know. Pretty, pretty positive. But he gave me a ride to Chico, because that's his spot as well. And I uh, ended up going to a poker room with him. And it kind of rekindled my poker jam. Um, my gambling bug. <laughs> uh, anyone who knows my whole story knows when I first started traveling, I fell into Vegas. Um, I played a bunch of poker in school. But when I started traveling, um, I started getting into craps and like more of those kind of games and just started going to Vegas, started getting free rooms, which made me go there more. And I didn't always necessarily gamble when I went to Vegas even, just just took advantage of the free rooms a lot of times. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, when I went to Chico, played some poker with him, won a little bit of money and it's like, all right, sort of planted a seed for the month to come for sure, as you'll hear. Uh, he took off back to the farm. I started catching up with friends in Chico. I stayed at a few different people's places while I was there. Uh, caught up, hit my favorite spots, hit my favorite bars, hit a Sierra Nevada brewery, Secret Trail brewery. Hit all the breweries pretty much. There's four or five in town now. And um, yeah, just had a good time catching up with uh, some old school friends. Really good time. And yeah, I was kind of winging it. So I knew I had this wedding to go to in Delaware. That was It's been on the calendar for a while. A cousin was getting married. Uh, and I had a few weeks, a couple few weeks to get there. So not really sure what I was going to do in the meantime. But I did want to go see my buddy Larry in Phoenix. And also Molly from the last episode. She and her, her husband, uh, Kyle, both friends of mine, got some property outside of Flagstaff. Also Arizona. So that was pretty much my... My thing, I was like, all right, I'll hitchhike down there, catch up with them respectively. Um, so I started by going from Chico down to Sacramento. Luckily, uh, my friend Aaron was around, willing to kick it. So I caught up with him. Uh, always a good time. Mongolian barbecue, plenty of pretty good beers, catching up. Him, his wife, his twins, they're all walking around now, talking a little bit. Um, crazy how that, that goes. Y'all know that story. Uh, friends with kids, doing stuff, becoming people. Kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I had a great time hanging with him for a few days. And then I was like, all right, well, Arizona, but uh, let me hit Reno on the way. So I hit Reno, and I got some free nights at uh, El Dorado. So took advantage of that. You know, a uh, little pretty dynamic life, <laughs> you know, when it comes to, like, staying places, you know. Some nights I'm in the woods, on the fringe of the woods, city woods, <laughs> you know, just barely finding a place that's hidden, uh, tucked away in my bag. And then some nights I'm in, like, pretty nice damn hotel rooms like that or staying with friends on couches, floors, whatever. It's freestyle travel. That's why I listen to this show. It's just, uh, it's all over the place. It's uh, kind of how I like it. So, but uh, yeah, in this case in Reno, pretty nice little spot. And, um... Won a little bit of money. That's always good. Start getting into blackjack. So, blackjack, yeah. Played a lot of craps. Some poker here and there. But yeah, start getting into blackjack. Uh, planted that seed too. It all falls apart in Vegas, don't worry. <laughs> it gets it gets brutal. Uh, yeah, won a little bit of money there. Chilling. Uh, and I woke up the morning where I had to check out. And like I said, Arizona was the goal. I wanted to go see my friends in like Ash Fork pretty much outside of Flagstaff, Molly, and then uh, go see Larry in Phoenix. 
I was a little ambivalent. Which way do I go? Like, I don't know if you guys know Nevada, but there's this road 95. It's kind of like middle of nowhere. I've actually never been all the way down it. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go that way. Uh, and then part of me was just like, uh, I know I want to go nowhere because I've never been there, but I know the 395 actually has stuff on the way, like Mammoth. So maybe I'll hitchhike that way. And I was kind of ambivalent. Yeah, I was down to the last like 20 minutes until I had to check out and actually start making moves. And I realized, which either way I went, I still had to go to the I-80 on-ramp really close to the casinos and hitch west, whether I was going to either road. I had to go to the same on-ramp because it led to both of them. So I'm like, all right, perfect. I'll let the road decide. And lo and behold, the road decided. This girl picked me up, and she was going all the way to Palm Springs. Epic ride. It's pretty crazy when you're, like, trying to get a ride to a junction that's, like, 20 miles away, and then someone picks you up, and they're going 10 hours or something. That was that day. So she picks me up. She's got a cat in the car. Um, she's going to Palm Springs. She was just in California. And I'm like, all right, let's so I'll go with you. I wasn't sure how far I'd go with her. And then I was like, right, yeah, I'll go all the way to Palm Springs with her. And I'll just flip the order. I'll go to Phoenix first and see Larry and then see my friends in Ash Fork. And uh, it was cool. We actually stopped in Mammoth and stopped at the brewery. And I got a beer first. And then she went inside to get a beer. And I was outside and she gave me her cat like on a leash. She had like the cat had a leash with a harness around it, kind of small cat. And she's like, just hold the cat. And I couldn't bring the cat inside. So I'm like, all right, I'll got my beer. I'll hold this leash with the cat. The cat's meowing like crazy because the cat doesn't really know me. It's on a leash. How many cats do you see on a leash? So it's meowing and meowing. And people are like, do you hear a cat? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's a cat right here. <laughs> and then she was taking a while to get her beer. And then next thing I know, the cat does this like Houdini move, bounces out of the harness and like bolts. Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> So I follow, I'm following the cat, just trying to keep eyes on it. How, how the hell are you going to catch a cat? You're not. So I'm just trying to keep eyes on it. She comes out right then. I'm like, cat got out. She wasn't surprised. Um, she goes, tries to get the cat. You know, it's a cat. It's running away. So she comes back. She's like, I'm going to finish my beer. It's up in that apartment complex. Like, don't want the beer to get warm. I'm like, all right, respect. <laughs> so we're finishing this beer, talking about other stuff. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to go back up to the apartment complex. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to follow you because I don't know if the cat's going to come to someone, it's going to come to you. And I'm, I just scare it. So she's looking around for this cat and it's kind of quite a while. So I go up and try to help her and find out that she has cornered the cat under a grate. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, but the cat's not coming out. We're trying to scare it out. Finally, we find a shovel and we, pry open the grate which scares it out she grabs the cat success <laughs> so we, <laughs> we got the cat um uh and actually yeah gets the cat back in the car we're all good she uh had her dad's ashes i believe and scattered those nearby that's the reason we kind of diverted towards mammoth there's like this devil's post pile something like that so we got as close as we could to that she scattered some ashes and we kept on cruising at that point i was like yeah i'm definitely gonna go all the way to palm springs there and I did. I went all the way to Palm Springs with her. Uh, by the time we got there, it was dark. And I knew, I knew the whole time, just like, man, Palm Springs, it's desert, really hard to camp, <coughs> hard to stealth camp. Um, but, man, I found just like the perfect little bush behind the Tel Taco and, you know, got into my bivy and, yeah, was able to camp kind of hidden, got up uh, early enough and Hitched ride to uh, Phoenix. Was it one ride? No, it was one ride across Palm Desert. 
I'm like, I got a pickup truck, and then I got a truck driver going all the way to Phoenix. Win. <laughs> so, got to Phoenix, hung out until my buddy Larry got off work, and then that was uh, several days uh, hanging out with Larry. Uh, he was at work some of the days, but we kicked it. We drank some epic beers. He had some, like, waiting for me. Uh, Larry's always good like that with the, the good beers. So, drank some beers, um, watched some football, bet on some football. It's a lot of gambling. <laughs> so the gambling thing just hypes up. You know, it's getting out of, out of hand. Um, yeah, betting on football games and stuff. And then, um, yeah, then Larry gave me a ride to the north of Phoenix when it was time to go, time to get up to uh, see, see Molly and Kyle. And I wasn't sure if I'd stop in Flagstaff for an afternoon or something, but I got a ride from this super cool girl. And um, it wasn't totally clear. I think she went out of her way to get me to Prescott, or maybe she actually had to see a friend there. But either way, like, hopped in the car with her, and she's like, I'm pulling my kids out of school. So we went to, like, some elementary school, and she pulled her kids out, stopped at the house, got them some food, and then she uh, drove me to Prescott. And from there, I caught another four, five, six rides, all really short rides, but got to, like, Ash Fork and... Eventually caught up with Molly and Kyle. They got uh, some acreage out there. Beautiful, beautiful property. Uh, I recommend watching the last video I did called like Hitchhiking Gamble or something like that. I forget what I called the video. Go to, yeah, youtube.com slash hobo lifestyle. Um, yeah, I got some good drone shots and stuff. Uh, really cool. Just catching up with them and just, just, it's just cool over the years having a friend, friends like that, just hitchhiking with and going on like bizarre <laughs> fucking crazy missions and Vegas stuff and hitchhiking and sleeping in the dirt and all this stuff. And they got this like badass property now with a yurt and uh, they're just doing their thing. Uh, pretty awesome. So had a good time with them. We actually popped into Flagstaff for a day and back. Uh, they got a dog. So they, they were going there for dog training, so I actually popped into uh, Mother Road and Dark Sky Brewery, two of the breweries for my show, Hopping, that backpack beer adventure show. Y'all know. If you don't, you should go check it out. Hopping.com, or no, yeah, Hopping.com too, I think. Hopping show. YouTube.com slash Hopping. Um, yeah, Season 2 is going to be coming out relatively soon. I'll have an update on that for you guys. Um, should be getting uh, yeah, a premiere date up for you real soon. Excited about that, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then at this point, uh, the wedding was getting closer and closer, and I managed to find a $20. So the wedding was in Delaware, and I managed to find a $20 flight from Las Vegas to Raleigh, North Carolina. So, yeah, I grabbed that flight because I'm like, all right, that'll save me like a potential week of hitchhiking, at least three, four, five days. Hitchhiking across the country. 20 bucks, I could skip the whole country in a shot. So, I know Raleigh's not Delaware, but it's super close. So, I'm like, all right. I get on a site called Kiwi, kiwi.com, K-I-W-I, and you can, like, put in these vague searches. So, I basically searched, like, from all the west to all the east, and Vegas to Raleigh was a thing. So, I'm like, all right, I can go to Vegas. Once again, free rooms, casinos, um, a generational degenerate apparently. <laughs> and yeah, went up to Vegas, got a few free nights at Bally's, which is like right on the strip next to Paris, uh, all that. So I went there, uh, lost a bunch of money, a bunch of my money that I made on the weed farm gone. <laughs> just over the course of three days, just making mistake after mistake. 
Um, yeah, that was not great, but okay. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good amount of money, but I made a good amount of money on the pot farm, so I'm still I'm still good. Um, I'm not stoked that I lost the money, but it happened. It happened. I was getting into blackjack too much, and then chasing losses, whatever. Gambler story. Um, but I, I held back before I lost, you know, everything or, you know, a functional amount of money. So, but I, I was able to hit up Abel Baker. Uh, that was episode one of hopping. So hopping breweries in the span of a few days. That was cool at least. Um, and yeah, Vegas nuts, freaking blackjack, man. Every time used to be craps. Now there's like weird roulette stuff creeping in I think I figured out blackjack, which is to say, I figured out nothing. <laughs> uh, just one more thing I can do. I will say, when it comes to casinos, I'm, you know, I win and I lose, but I've got enough in my repertoire now that I can kind of choose, choose my adventure. Like, I at least know, I know what to play to like extend and get free drinks and just sort of chill and seesaw back and forth. I know how to like win a little bit of money really quickly. <laughs> if I need to win five or 10 bucks, like I can pretty much do that. If I got a hundred bucks or so to work with, I can pretty much win five or 10 bucks. If I need to get a beer. And then I got my things where it's just like, all right, let's see if we can hit a home run or lose everything really quickly. <laughs> but at least like, I don't know. I know what my risks are and whatever. It's just me rationalizing being a degenerate gambler. <laughs> That's fun. But I'm getting all these free rooms again now. So, and you'll see, I've now discovered a new wrinkle in all these free rooms. Here I am in North Carolina. I'll get into that. So I walk my way to the airport, uh, hop on a flight. Next thing I know, I'm in Raleigh. And actually, a day beforehand, I hit up a friend uh, from growing up. Uh, he's living in Raleigh now, as of recently. So that was kind of nice. I hit the hit Raleigh at like 5, 6 a.m. in the morning, uh, chilled out for the day, and then caught up with my friend. Had a great night catching up with him. It's always really cool catching up with like childhood friends. And, you know, even if you just see each other like once every year or three or four, um, it's invaluable. So I caught up with him, uh, his wife, um, a friend of his <laughs> that I slept with in Philadelphia. Forgot about that. We were hanging out. Uh, <laughs> caught up with all of them and some good beers and just some food and stuff and dinner and just whatever's talking. And he gave me a ride to the highway in the morning. And yeah, I was wedding bound at that point. So he dropped me off a 995. I caught a ride from a, a bouncer kind of guy there. He gave me a ride. He had to pay a speeding ticket. I rolled with him to get a speeding ticket paid. <laughs> and uh, and then cut on over towards Norfolk, Virginia Beach. A really cool dude picked me up. He dropped me off at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge last exit so I didn't get stuck in the middle of the city. And then, uh, yeah, made my way on up to Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. And once in Delaware caught up with the whole family. Uh, my mom had, I guess everybody really had rented this house Airbnb for the, the weekend. So I stayed with my mom. She'd flown in with my sister. My brother came down from New York. My other brother drove up with uh, his wife from coastal North Carolina. And uh, yeah, saw my cousin get married. 
<laughs> that was pretty cool. And then saw my, my other cousin I kind of grew up with him even more so. So it was great to see him and his husband and my aunt and just everybody, you know, emotions high. My uncle Kenny, he passed uh, years ago. So there's a uh, sort of tributes and nods to him. R.I.P. Uncle Kenny. Love you always. That's who I'm named after. It was a good time. It was a good time. The whole wedding. I've been looking forward to it for a while. And it was the, the final date on the calendar for me. You know, I had nothing else uh, planned past that. You know, loose ideas and stuff. And that's where I'm at kind of now still is that the wedding was over. And everyone's going back to where they're going. And everyone's asking me, where are you going, Kenny? And, you know, they know I'm on the road. Uh... And I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe I'll go to Atlantic City, keep this casino thing going. Atlantic City is surprisingly one of the places in the United States I have not been to. Probably one of the, I know it's, I don't think it's a big city, but it's one of the bigger cities. I think Atlantic City, Corpus Christi. <laughs> it's a short list of big-ish cities I haven't been to. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go there. Free rooms. <laughs> um, maybe I'll go down to Florida and catch a $40, $50 flight to Costa Rica, Panama. That was a strong thing as far as getting out of the country. Um, yeah, Costa Rica's up there, but it's not like super calling my name. I don't know. Like, it's still on the list. This is not yelling my name the way like Chile or Argentina kind of is, which are both still closed for COVID stuff somehow. It's like, it's been almost two years, guys. Chill out. <laughs> still closed. Get over it. Uh, so I'm like, all right, I am. I'm not sure. So even that morning, woke up. I'm still not sure. I'm in the shower. I'm not sure. I kind of got to make a move. So I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> I'll just, I'll head south and towards western North Carolina. Um, I'll just do that and kind of see what happens, see what tickles my fancy. Didn't really, Costa Rica wasn't calling my name and burned out Florida last year. I didn't want to go down there. Nothing really in Georgia. I didn't want to head north to Atlantic City because I'm just like, I'm not really feeling New York, Philly, all that now. I've been there somewhat recently, and Atlantic City might be cool, but then I'm going to be like stuck right there. Uh, so I was like, yeah, Western North Carolina. And uh, I also saw and noticed that I get all these free casino rooms, and I always think about Vegas and Reno, but I uh, looked into it, and in the network of like Harrah's and Caesars, they're all over the country. So I saw that there was a couple of these like Harris in Western North Carolina. So I'm like, all right, that could, you know, be a place where I can stop and think and make some more bad decisions. <laughs> so I'm like, let me get out there, see what's what. Uh, so yeah, I ended up catching a ride ultimately with my brother and his wife part of the way down because they were going to coastal North Carolina. Caught a ride like halfway with them, started hitching. Um, Where'd I wind up? Somewhere random. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I ended up camping. I got as far as, like, Raleigh-Durham that night. Ended up uh, in, like, a sports bar. And then uh, camping out near the highway in the bivy. No rain. Pretty good night. Uh, pretty good hidden spot. Stealth camping. It's always different, you know? Sometimes with stealth camping, it's like, particularly in a city, you're just like, Really looking around, scrounging, trying to find a good spot where you're you're hidden. Like, I'm not one for sleeping on the sidewalk or anything like that at all. Anything close to that. I definitely want to get hidden. Sometimes it's tough. Uh, this particular night, it's pretty easy. I found a spot 
way kind of out of the city, a spot where no one would ever go uh, in the woods off the highway. Um, you know, I could still be laying there. No one would find me for years, probably. <laughs> those, those are the spots that I like. Uh, so, yeah, camped there. Got pretty good sleep and kept hitching the next day. And, yeah, got all the way to, like, Murphy, like western, western North Carolina. And I got a few free nights at this uh, casino there, uh, which was good. It was just time to relax and think a little bit and lose a little bit more money. and <laughs> Not a crazy amount at all, but it was just like, it was not a very good casino there by Murphy, which was probably for the best. Like, it was small. Like, you could look down on it and see everything. There's nothing around. It's unfortunate. It's not very entertaining. Um, but I didn't have most of the games and stuff, so it's probably for the best because it was more just like me catching up on writing and doing other things and looking at maps and dreaming and thinking about other stuff I want to be doing. Um, and then there's another Harris up the way in... That's where I am now. Where the hell am I? Cherokee. <laughs> Cherokee, North Carolina. So like, all right, let me get another few nights there. I had to have a night in between of nothing because uh, they give me free rooms, but I'm not like a super baller. So they won't give me free rooms on like weekend nights, you know, like Saturday night in this case. So uh, the two, two casinos are pretty close, like an hour or so apart. So I actually hitched one ride to this place called Bryson City, which seemed okay. Kind of a tourist spot, but like a little tourist spot. Uh, poked around that town for a little bit and actually walked the whole way from there to here, which is, I don't know, like a three or four hour walk on the highway. Uh, not a great hitchhiking highway, not a lot of shoulders and stuff. So um, I probably could have just like stayed in one spot back in Bryson City and hitched and just committed and probably would have caught a ride in less than three hours, almost certainly. But because I was walking more than half the time I was walking, I was just in bad spots, like going around blind curves and stuff and like just in the places where it wasn't safe for cars to stop but I, f I kind of felt like walking so and I knew what it was I knew it was like a three or four hour walk when I got into it and I was kind of okay with it um or else I would have just like I said just stayed in one spot um but yeah I don't mind I don't mind walking so I did I walked and then it was gonna kind of be a rainy night and I was like kind of bumming about that because you know I got my bivy pack and all my rain gear but not always yeah it's just it's never the best camping in the rain no matter how prepared you are uh, particularly if you got a setup or breakdown in the rain, it's not too bad if it rains at night. It just sucks if it's still raining when you got to get out of there. <laughs> but luckily, uh, forecast called for rain. Looked like it was gonna rain, but it was good. Um, sketchy spot though. God damn. <laughs> like you think North Carolina, and like you look at the satellite view, it's all green, it's all trees, and think it'd be good but man here around like Cherokee like in some other spots I was looking at it's just like you see all these green spots but then when you like kind of zoom in and look at street view you realize it's just steep cliffs or straight up so it's not actually like campable area so I managed to find a spot but I had to like walk straight up this hill through these woods I was almost positive I was going to get poison ivy um, just bushwhacking getting my backpack yanked on weeds and vines and it was some thick stuff finally found a flat spot yeah camped out for the night and i could literally see the glow of the gigantic luxury casino i was going to be staying at in the next night it's like here i am the threat of rain 
surrounded in poison ivy. Literally, I was like on top of poison ivy. It's just a miracle. I don't have any. I think I got a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Just like, all right. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm sleeping in a sack under the glow of this luxury place I'll be in the next night. And uh, here I am. So I woke up the next day like, man, somehow, no rain. A couple drops here and there, but really nothing. Nothing crazy. And, um, yeah, I uh, walked straight to the casino the next day. It's bigger than I thought. Way bigger than the, the one in Murphy. Way, way, way bigger. Uh, way more going on and way more stuff around. That one in uh, Murphy, like, it, was a long, it would be a long, like, couple-hour walk just to, like, get to other anything. But uh, here it's, like, a 10-minute walk, walk to, you know, fast food and grocery stores and other stuff, so... And it's just a gigantic casino. Actually, the walk from my room to the casino is like nine or ten minutes, which I don't know if that doesn't sound like much or not. But if you're in Vegas, it's like you get down in the elevator and boom, you're in the casino right away. So it's kind of different. It's um, it's cool though. Um, yeah, I'll definitely like come back here again in my degenerate freestyling. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm here. And I, you know, after the, the big hits I was taking in Vegas, I was just, like, way more cautious. It's just, like, you know, I screwed around. I lost some money that I shouldn't have lost while I was in Vegas. It was, it was stupid. Um, but now it's, like, trying to conserve what I got left. Because I got, I got enough to be chill, you know. I don't live a lavish lifestyle. As I told you, sleeping poison ivy and stuff like that. It's, like... Um, but yeah, can't really afford to lose anymore, but just being more cautious. And uh, that's kind of paid off, being cautious. So I've done good. I've still plopped down there um, and, you know, dabbled in blackjack and roulette. And <laughs> yeah, made some money, basically. Made some money. I joined a poker tournament the other night, lost. Um, and then I played again tonight, came in third. Out of 50, no, 70 people? Rockin' A. <laughs> Huge win. Huge win. Uh, definitely covered up some of my Vegas stuff a little bit. That was that was massive. That was just like an hour or two ago. That was that was a huge high, just uh, finally making it to the final table. Then there being like eight people left and looking up, being like, oh, even if I lose right now, I'll be up like 100 bucks. And then I ended up coming in third, so I won like almost a 1,000 bucks. <laughs> How about that? How about that? That's happy. That was, that was a good way to close things out. Um, yeah, this casino thing, it's, um, you know, sometimes I'm pretty good about being the degenerate gambler and being cautious, but uh, it is kind of a perk that, you know, a lot of nights I do just got to wing it and uh, sleep out wherever. But now that I know that there's these hairs like everywhere, um, Kind of nice that I got at least enough juice to be able to stay in some of these and sort of break up things. And, you know, I got my clothes drying right now. Just washed everything in the sink. I <laughs> uh, got that going on. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a revelation, to be honest, uh, to realize that these free rooms that I'm used to be used to having in, like, Vegas and Reno and stuff are kind of all over the country, so I can kind of plop in there every once in a while so 
if you're out there traveling too, it's worth at least getting your player's card or whatever for Caesars and Harris. I mean, they give these free rooms away like like nothing. The the more I've done this, the more I've realized that like they give these free rooms to everybody. Because, I mean, what does it cost them, you know? Some maid is going to come in here tomorrow and clean my room, and it's going to take her less than an hour. And uh, I don't know. How, mu how much is she getting paid? <laughs> um, I think I know, actually. I think I saw on the sign they get paid 14 bucks an hour. So whatever. It's going to cost them like 14 bucks <laughs> or whatever to keep me in this room. Um, so, yeah, that's why they give these free rooms away. Like it's nothing, I think. Uh, so yeah, worth looking into if you're traveling, you might as well, uh, grab one of those cards and gamble at all. I think they just give them away. So it's kind of a nice little perk to be able to pop into one of these rooms and grab a shower, wash, wash some clothes, chill out, win or lose some money. You do you. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So that brings us to the current moment. Here we are. I'm in this room, and I'm just thinking, what's next? What time is it now? Still not even 1 a.m. Um, got about 12 hours. That's the countdown. So let me jump into the outro, and we, <laughs> and I will tell you what I'm what I'm thinking about. What I'm thinking about. What's next? I'm feeling. Uh, I think y'all can hear it in my voice. Feeling a little different. Let's go. Let's see. Alrighty, so yeah, here in Cherokee, North Carolina, um, wondering what's next. Like I told you, like as far as out of the country stuff, which I've been itching to do because ever since that COVID stuff kicked off, like besides the Bahamas, I haven't really left the U.S. and I've been itching to get out for a while now. I was itching to get out in March when it all started. That's when I was going to make a move. I'd gone down to New Orleans and Biloxi in order to make a move to like South America. So Chile and Argentina are top of the list. They're still not letting people in. Um, Costa Rica and Panama, low hanging fruit. As far as if I get down to Florida, it's like a 40 or $50 flight to get over there. Uh, I don't know. They're just, it's just not screaming my name too hard. It's hard enough. And also I'm just doing the math. Like if I were to go to Costa Rica and Panama, like a month or two, I think, would be enough to really get my kicks. And what is it? It's October right now? So that would be like December. So then all of a sudden it would be December. I'd be like, over, over it. And then what? I come back to the United States in December? That sucks. <laughs> like, it's all cold. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking maybe like sticking around in the United States through December and then making a move once it starts getting real cold. But I don't know. I don't know. And what does that mean for tomorrow? What does that mean when I wake up tomorrow? Hopefully I get some sleep. I still got some stuff to do uh, before I crash out. Uh, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to wake up ambivalent in the rain in western North Carolina. Uh, unsure where I'm going to go. Um, I got some ideas, though. So I do got some ideas. So I'm not without any ambition. Um, particularly north. I mean, I got friends in every direction. That I want to see, but uh, north of here, got several friends that I haven't seen in a while, and I really want to catch up with them. And what better time than now, <laughs> you know? And better now than before it starts getting too cold. So, 
I think that's what I'm going to do. But looking at the clock again. Uh, we'll see what the next 12 hours bring, but I think I think I'm going to start doing that. I think I'm going to start heading north and uh, catch up with these friends I want to see and see what happens along the way. And um, yeah, there's stuff in every direction. There's a, uh, you know, California's always got something. <laughs> there's people in California calling my name right now. Some opportunities out there. Uh, I got some friends down south. Opportunities out there. <laughs> Good things everywhere. Um, yeah, it's a funky situation. I got uh, nothing definitive. Got a bunch of decent stuff on the horizon. And uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, ambivalence and uh, a couple projects I should probably commit to or not. So I was, you know, I'm in the wind. And tomorrow, the wind and the rain. I don't like hitchhiking in the rain. <laughs> it's not great. A little bit of light rain is kind of nice. So we'll see. Maybe I'll catch a window. Sweet talk my way into a late checkout tomorrow, which just means 1 p.m. So might get a little window. And then, uh, yeah, I'll start heading north. North of here immediately is like Gatlinburg, Pigeon Fork. Uh, I'm pretty sure those are kind of like mini golf tourist towns. Um, but yeah, I got some ideas. I'm not going to commit right here in this audio just because I'm not positive how the day is going to go, but I think I know what I want to do. But uh, who the hell knows, you know? I have no idea where I'm going to end up tomorrow, you know? There's a wide array. Nothing nothing surprises me anymore, but a whole bunch of things make me smile. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what that is. So, yeah. Until the next episode... Check it out. If you're listening to this now, you can always uh, follow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty random where I post. <laughs> but, you know, Facebook.com slash Hobo Lifestyle, Twitter, Instagram. Pretty inconsistent and crazy with a lot of stuff. So you got to follow everything. So I, I think part of that's intentional. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, yeah, here's what I'm doing. But sometimes it's just like, hmm, maybe you can see what I'm doing. So, yeah, if you're really into it, follow me on all the things. And uh, we'll see where I end up tomorrow. In the, the week ahead. Be another casino. Be a friend. Multiple friends. Or be in another country. Or be out in California. Florida. Michigan. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. I'm losing my goddamn mind. All right. I love you guys. Um, happy travels. Happy travels. It's casino stuff. Get me crazy. I can't believe I won that poker tournament today. Whew. Didn't even win it. This came in third. Still like, which is a win. Oh my God. Out of 60 people or whatever it was, 70 people, I think it was 75, 75 entrants. Oh my God. What? I mean, that was, that was huge. All right, let's go. Let's go. Um, happy days, everybody. Uh, till the next adventure. I will see you down the road. To hell with plans I made. I need a new escape. With all my shit straight. I'll get my big brain